Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. March 27, 1866. Andrew Johnson vetoes the 1866 Civil Rights Act. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. In the tragic story of Reconstruction, the veto of the 1866 Civil Rights Act stands out as a prime example of how President Andrew Johnson sought to repeal the implications of the verdict of the Civil War. The bill was designed to protect the newly freed. It read, in part, quote, that all persons born in the United States and not subject to any foreign power are hereby declared to be citizens of the United States, and such citizens of every race and color without regard to any previous condition of slavery or involuntary servitude, except as punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall have the same right in every state and territory in the United States to make and enforce contracts, to sue, be parties, and give evidence, to inherit, purchase, lease, sell, hold, and convey real and personal property, and to full and equal benefit of all laws and proceedings for the security of person and property, as is enjoyed by white citizens. Johnson said no, vetoing the bill. Eventually, it was passed again, vetoed again, and then the veto was overridden. But the large issues at stake would not be settled more firmly until the passage of the 14th Amendment. Here is Thaddeus Stevens of Pennsylvania on that landmark achievement an amendment that would enshrine the principles of the Civil Rights Bill into the Constitution itself. Of the Civil War, Stevens said, It cannot be denied that this terrible struggle sprang from the vicious principles incorporated into the institutions of our country. Our fathers had been compelled to postpone the principles of their great declaration and wait for the full establishment till a more propitious time. That time ought to be present now. But the public mind has been educated in error for a century. How difficult in a day to unlearn it. In rebuilding, it is necessary to clear away the rotten and defective portions of the old foundations, and to sink deep and found the repaired edifice upon the firm foundation of eternal justice. If, perchance, the accumulated quicksands render it impossible to reach in every part so firm a basis, 
then it becomes our duty to drive deep and solid the substituted piles on which to build. It would not be wise to prevent the raising of the structure because some corner of it might be founded upon materials subject to the inevitable laws of mortal decay. It were better to shelter the household and trust to the advancing progress of a higher morality and a purer and more intelligent principle to underpin the defective order. I would not for a moment inculcate the idea of surrendering a principle vital to justice. But if full justice could not be obtained at once, I would not refuse to do what is possible. The commander of an army who should find his enemy entrenched on impregnable heights would act unwisely if he insisted on marching his troops full in the face of a destructive fire merely to show his courage. Would it not be better to flank the works and march round and round and besiege and thus secure the surrender of the enemy, though it might cost time? The former course would show valor and folly, the latter moral and physical courage, as well as prudence and wisdom. Stevens went on, let us now refer to the provisions of the proposed amendment. The first section prohibits the states from abridging the privileges and immunities of citizens of the United States, or unlawfully depriving them of life, liberty, or property, or of denying to any person within their jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. I can hardly believe that any person can be found who will not admit that every one of these provisions is just. They are all asserted in some form or other in our declaration or organic law. But the Constitution limits only the action of Congress and is not a limitation of the states. This amendment supplies that defect and allows Congress to correct the unjust legislation of the states so far that law which operates upon one man shall operate equally upon all. Whatever law punishes a white man for a crime shall punish the black man precisely in the same way and to the same degree. Whatever law protects the white man shall afford equal protection to the black man. Whatever means of redress is afforded to one shall be afforded to all. Whatever law allows the white man to testify in court shall allow the man of color to do the same. These are great advantages over their present codes. So said Thaddeus Stevens. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge, Margot Gray, and Chris Basil. Production assistance by Andy Jaskowitz and Adam Macias. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. Hey friends, this is Jen Hatmaker, your happy host of the For the Love podcast. You may wonder how I got into this podcasting thing. Well, I'm a speaker and an author who has happened to write a few New York Times bestselling books that really resonated with a pretty large community of women. And I thought, how great would it be to drop into the ears of this growing community every week via the magic of podcasting? So that's what we did. And I'm delighted to say we've been able to spark a bit of delight and uncover some hope and talk with great people about the big and small things that we care about 
and that affect our lives on the daily. So I'm thrilled to invite you to join me every Wednesday for new episodes of the For the Love podcast, where you'll hear the most incredible conversations with some of the best people on this planet. We're going to bring you moments of connection and laughter and hot takes on the things we care about going on in the world. So listen to and follow For the Love with Jen Hatmaker, a Four Eyes Media production presented by Odyssey. You can get it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.